Welcome to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast with Julie Williams and VoiceOver Insider Editor Gary McFadden. I'm so glad you tuned in to our VoiceOver Insider Podcasts, where we bring VoiceOver Insider information directly to you. You can sign up to be notified every time we've got a new free podcast or other insider information regarding voiceovers at voiceoverinsider.com. I'm Julie Williams. Today's guest I'm really excited about because I've had her before and I know how much she has to offer. Celia Siegel, before founding um, and building Celia Siegel Management, Celia was a top West Coast talent agent and she's also a certified business and life coach. Her multi-leveled expertise and extensive knowledge of the ever-changing voiceover industry and ever-changing is key here, have helped voice actors across the globe grow their voiceover businesses and take their careers to the next level. And she would love to do the same for you. Her email address is Celia at CeliaSiegel.com. And I'm going to spell that out for you because you might, if you get the you know last name wrong, of course, you're not going to be able to get a hold of her. Celia with a C, C-E-L-I-A at CeliaSiegel.com. Celia, welcome. We're so glad to have you again. Oh, well, thanks, Julie. It is always a pleasure to chat with you. We're going to talk marketing today, which is kind of a a follow-up to the branding um, that we did last time. And, you know, somebody asked, uh, or I mentioned when I was on a panel at Voice 2014 uh, just a couple of months ago that, you know, don't confuse branding with marketing. And I said, branding is more something you use in your marketing. Is that a a fair assessment? I asked the expert. That's my perception. Yes, that is a fair assessment. And it's kind of like the one-two punch. So the first step is to really figure out what it is you're selling. So you are your brand, your voice is what you're selling, and your personality and what it's like to work with you. So that's your brand. And you need to create a really strong brand to market. Um, So today we'll be talking about once we know that your brand is up to par and ready to face the world, you know, how do you get that out there? How do you make sure that people are aware of you so they can hire you? And before we get ahead of ourselves by by getting into branding, which is the purpose of this podcast, I want to let you know that if you're not sure what branding is, you can check out our previous podcast on voiceoverinsider.com about branding. And also we have a webinar at voice-overwebinars.com with Celia Siegel, which is an hour exercise all about branding and then followed by a Q&A. So that'll give you kind of the foundation before we get into marketing. Okay, Celia, so we, we have our brand. Now, where do we start? Well, the beauty of marketing is there are so many different things you can do. So just remember, the goal here is to get your voice in front of the buyer and have them choose you. Um, That's what your voiceover career is really all about. So marketing yourself properly really empowers you to meet your goals, your financial goals, your goals of what types of work you would like to be doing, um, you know, and and anything else you want to create through your voiceover career. Um, So the different platforms for marketing are, um, well, let me just say first, they they say, you know, they in quotes, that you really need to hit somebody up seven times before they make a purchasing decision. So I like to simplify this and say, okay, the new year's coming. How are you going to hit up the people that you want to work for seven times over the coming year 
to, you know, knock them into making the purchase of using you for one of their campaigns or one of their voiceover jobs. Um, so there are so many different things you can do and we all have different personality types. And so some people like cold calling, you know, that's a real old school thing to do. Um, and you know, we'll talk about this more in our full hour session about marketing. Um, but there's cold calling. There's e-cards. You know, some people are really great at building lists. We'll talk about list building. How do you know who to hit up? Um, so there's e-cards. There's cold calling. There is your personal uh, newsletter. You know, using your newsletter to educate people about what you have going on and why you might be intriguing to them. Um, you know, there's direct advertising, there's social media. Um, so all of these are marketing and all of these are vehicles to get in front of the people that are important to your career. I, I want to go down the list here. Cold calling and newsletters. Do you consider those, um, I know they're part of a, a style of marketing that they would call interruption marketing because mm -hmm. you're taking that person where they are, like TV advertising, you're introducing, inter interrupting their program, you're interrupting their day. Are those still well-received? You know, and that's the tricky part. I mean, it's hard to be a good marketer because some of this stuff, no, it's not well-received. I mean, and just look at, um, you know, look at your own business day. Do you like being cold called? Do you like getting stuff in your already busy inbox? Yeah. No. And the answer when that is not a good message or not one that you need right now, the answer is no, I don't want that. Yes. So that's the trick here, which takes us back to good branding and good messaging. Um, I guess my main point in this is it's got to be a message that helps people. So if we can always be coming from the philosophy of what can I do to solve your problem? So you're coming from the recipient's point of view. Exactly. <laughs> always be thinking about how can I make their life easier? Well, by being an awesome talent, by really bringing this amazing solution of your talent to the forefront at the moment they need it. Um, by having the message be, you know, back to branding, beautiful, humorous, spot on, you know, so the better your branding is, the more well-received your marketing is going to be. And where does timing fit in? And, and I say this because the first thing I do in the morning, and this might not be a good thing if somebody is sending me something to cast them when I'm on the West Coast. First thing in the morning, I think I, I see this, uh, this inbox that's just so full and I think, okay, what can I delete? Mm -hmm. And I go through and check, 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 delete. Yep, me too. And you know the ones I don't delete, which we'll talk about more when, when it comes to marketing. I know the ones that are valuable to me. So those, I flag and I read them all. So even if it is a sales message, if there's a piece in there of how can I help you, I save it. So that is the challenge. It's not just a, let's say, a quarterly newsletter Hi, I, my name is Joe Voiceover Guy, and here's what I have done, and me, 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 me. Uh -huh. Always think about it being you, 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 you. And that is doable. That is attainable in our marketing to come from a place of service and a place of problem solving, of awesome business sense, um, professionalism, and your stuff all 
rocks. So I listen to I'm like, oh, breath of fresh air. Mm -hmm. This voiceover talent looks better, sounds better, is more businesslike, more professional. I'm saving that because I need that. So that's always what we want to be looking for when we are marketing. It's not a, hey, mom, look at me. It's a, hello, pleased to meet you. I am here to solve your problem. And ah. getting to that, that place of service and proper timing, um, all packaged in a way that resonates with them. And what about e-cards? I mean, when somebody, you know, to me, if someone says happy birthday on Facebook, I mean, I wish I could take my birthday off of Facebook because, you know, then there's just a whole bunch of things to delete. And when you get an e-card, it's like, eh, you know. In fact, I've had IT people tell me not to even open them. It's not like, to me, you get a card in the mail and it's like, oh, cool, that was nice. So mm -hmm. do you think e-cards are as effective as sending even a postcard or, you know, a card or something like that in the mail? You know, it's a numbers game. So I think that, again, it needs to be respectful and done well. And to a list of people who is sort of vetted as a group of people who are hiring voiceover talent, who when done properly, they're going to be like, oh, yay, I like this person. So I believe in e-cards. And back to that hitting up people seven times, it's not seven e-cards. It's um, I really work hard on having a great list of people to promote to. Mm -hmm. And then e-cards are great because I can tell who cares, who's forwarding that e-card to other people, who's posting it on social media, who's clicking on the demos. From those, I might pull a cold call list and a postcard list. I love postcards, not without really good market research. I'm not going to spend the postage and the printing to send out to my list of 5,000 buyers. That's a waste of money. However, out of that 5,000 buyer list that I might be sending e-cards to, wow, here's the ones who are interested in Julie Williams' voice. They have clicked, they have forwarded, they have posted on social media, and I can track that. Well, I might pull and invest the money in using a postcard as maybe my fourth hit. And then, oh, yeah, that name is for, oh, I liked her demo. Boom. You know, so it's this smart marketing, this smart way to hit people on many platforms between cold calling, e-cards, emails, social media, um, advertisements. You know, so I think they're all good ways and I think they really work well together. Mm -hmm. So this is a really businessy conversation, a very intellectual weaving together of blending social media, meeting people in the real world, you know, really old school, shaking hands, that's marketing, um, and blending this together so you hit that point where they know your name, they know your voice, they know what you're up to. Well, I can see where having good branding would help them remember who you are from any card they got a month ago and a postcard they just got in the mail. Exactly. I mean, if you don't have a brand, I mean, stay home in my opinion, yeah. you know, I mean, that's my, my kind of my thing, but why not have stellar branding when you're doing all this work and it's, it costs money. And most importantly, it costs you time and effort. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to just have your demos rock, your talent be amazing and your branding look great. Then your efforts here, when we, you know, when the rubber hits the road with your marketing, they're going to be more effective. Right. We're talking to people who do brands, you know, so this is a tough audience. So you need to make sure 
your whole voice career, you know, your, your business is pulled together and that includes, you know, demos, talent, branding, you know, the feel of working with you right. now ready to push it to the world, to share it with the world. And uh, what do you do with direct advertising? What does that mean to you in today's new marketing and advertising? I mean, internet, social media has transformed us. What does direct advertising mean to you? You know, certainly the social media is a piece of it. But beyond that, I mean, there's the whole world of, and maybe you can do a webinar about this, Julie. I know you're learning about this for your your students and your business, is um, the whole Google AdWords and yeah. really pay-to-click advertising and this well-researched, targeted, specific advertising that you can do through social media is absolutely brilliant. It's affordable and it's at our fingertips. Yes, that's true. Is there anything that I didn't ask that you would like to add? You know, again, I mean, I could talk about this stuff all day, but I think this gives a good overview of thinking in terms of what you are good at. Mm -hmm. Where can you come to work every day? Um, I like to have my clients who I'm working with have a commitment of a certain amount of time a day and be honest. It might just be 15 minutes and have those be your marketing minutes. Maybe it's two hours a day where you're going to market um, and do that consistently every day and pick the thing that is most fun to you and just do it. So think about hitting up, you know, your targeted buyers seven times during the next year as a goal, and how do you want to do that and, and mix it up? Um, use all of these formats um, and, and lead with what seems easiest and most fun to you. Mm -hmm. So it seems like you have homework to do. On behalf of our guest, Celia Siegel of Celia Siegel Management, uh, producer and editor Gary McFadden, who is the editor of The VoiceOver Insider, and myself, Julie Williams, thank you so much for listening. Now go ahead and do what we told you to do. And now, the McFadden Minute. Hi, this is Gary McFadden. During my formative years, my father often told me I was a loudmouth, and as often was the case, he was right in more ways than one. Like many voiceover practitioners, I often fight mouth noise. I think I've tried every remedy I've ever heard of from other voiceover talent. Green apple slices, they make my stomach growl. Throat coat tea, it works okay, but it's kind of strange tasting. After trying a lot of approaches, I've got my mouth noise arsenal down to three items. I'll deal with the first one here and cover the other two in the next podcast. My first weapon against mouth noise, or actually noise from my nasal passages, is a strange little item called a neti pot. I don't know who first came up with this one, but he or she must have been someone you'd want to corner at a cocktail party. You fill this small teapot affair with a salt water solution and pour it into one nostril, letting it drain out the other nostril. Who would come up with that? Anyway, it helps quiet my sinuses. If you've got no idea what I'm talking about, put neti pot, N-E-T-I-P-O-T, two words, into YouTube. You'll get the idea. I'll discuss the other two mouth noise remedies in my next Mac Minute, but this one is up. You've been listening to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast with Julie Williams. Be sure to join us next week for more VoiceOver Insider information and another edition of the McFadden Minute.